Yudches Tamos, 18 Tamos, Tzadik, his conversations, 447. Once it happened that the prince offended his father, and the king was extremely angry. The king thought to himself, What point will there be in sending him away if later on, when my anger subsides, he comes and placates me again? I don't want this to happen again. When I send him away this time, I want to arrange things in such a way that he will not be able to come to me to placate me. What did the king do? He appointed one of his ministers to act as an intermediary between himself and the prince. And he told the minister as follows, When the prince comes along wanting to placate me, don't let him enter. The prince came several times asking to be admitted to his father in order to placate him. However, the minister would not let him enter for those were the instructions the king had given him. This happened again and again. Eventually, the minister saw the prince's great longing for his father, and he saw how much he was suffering because of not being able to get into his father to try to placate him. The minister thought to himself, If this is how much the prince misses his father, presumably the king is also suffering a great deal because his son cannot come to him. For the greater the desire of the one who desires, the more desire is aroused on the part of the one desired. The minister felt extremely sorry for both of them, the king and his son, and he himself also suffered, because he said to himself, Surely I am the cause of all this, since I am the screen dividing them. I am the one causing both the king and the prince to suffer. The minister thought to himself, There must be some way of bringing about a reconciliation, for surely the king does not want his son to suffer the whole time and never be able to come to him. The king himself must be suffering because of it. The minister came to the realization that the entire matter depended on him. I myself will go to the king to plead for the prince, and I'll ask the king to forgive him and bring him back. This is exactly what the minister did. He went to the king and told him of the prince's intense longing for him. He begged the king to forgive him. The king immediately agreed and restored the prince to his place. The meaning of the story is obvious. Whenever a friend of ours is suffering, whether physically or spiritually, we should say, without doubt, I am the cause of this. It is because of my sins. I myself am the screen standing between the king of kings, the holy one, blessed be he, and the world. For the Holy One, blessed be He, constantly desires to bestow blessings of goodness upon His children. But I, that is, my sins, am the screen holding all this back. The solution is for me myself to plead with the King on behalf of my friend. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom, 198 When I returned from Berdichev after Hanukkah in the winter of 5570, 1810, the Rebbe told me that he had a story to tell. He said, This tale has been told only once before, and this was before Solomon's temple was built. The only ones who understood it were the prophet who told it and the one to whom it was told. Even the other prophets could not fathom it. Although this story has already been told once, it is now a totally new concept. Many things have changed since it was last told. It was told once before in accordance with that time, but now it must be told in accordance with the present. This story has removed any questions I might have had about what we are doing. At first, I found it very difficult to understand why we are not respected in this world, but this story answered any question I might have had. 
The Rebbe was prepared to tell the story, but events intervened, and we were not worthy of hearing it. Shortly afterward, the Rebbe told the story of the Master of Prayer. See his wisdom number 148. However, he said that this was not the story he had mentioned earlier. He said that the first story was much more beautiful than that of the Master of Prayer, as awesome and wonderful as the latter may be. Fortunate is he who is worthy of hearing this story in the world to come. 199. The Rebbe said, No one can understand the book, Lukute Moharan, unless he knows each lesson forward and backward. 200. He said, All my teachings are introductions. 201. The Rebbe said that every one of his lessons can be applied to the entire Bible and Oral Torah, that is, the entire literature of the Talmud and Midrash. Oneg Shabbat. The Aleph Bet Book. A Righteous Person. A. 154. While in the presence of the tzaddik, a liar's heart wonders how he will ever be able to speak afterwards. 155. People who speak against the tzaddik eventually have their words turn on them. They also fall ill. 156. Whoever humbles himself before the tzaddik arouses the tzaddik's love for him. 157. Telling stories about the tzaddikim brings a person closer to them. 158. The more God rests a spirit of holiness upon a tzaddik, the more that tzaddik receives support from the wealthy, and the more support they give him, the better the tzaddik is able to bring the wicked back to God in repentance. 159. The tzaddikim are made to suffer, so that in the world to come the wicked will have no claim against the good that God will give the righteous. 160. When God-fearing people join with the tzaddik, they cause the Holy One and His Divine Presence to unite face to face, after which there is no descent from this elevated state. Kitzur Likutei Moharan 1, Lesson number 282 5. It is necessary to judge every person favorably. Even regarding a person who is completely wicked, God forbid, it is necessary to look for and to find some little bit of good wherein he is not wicked. By finding this little bit of good in him wherein he is not wicked, and by judging him favorably, one thereby actually lifts this wicked person up and moves him to the side of merit. In this way, he can bring him back to God in repentance. This is the interpretation of the verse, In yet a little bit, the wicked man is not, that is, by finding in him a little bit in which he is not wicked, you will reflect upon his place and he will not be there. Psalms 37.10 meaning he will not be in his original place because he will have actually arisen and moved over to the side of merit. Likewise, a person must take the same approach with himself, such that even if he sees that he is very distant from God, he must also find in himself some little bit of good wherein he is not wicked, and in this way he will genuinely move over to the side of merit. Copier's Note See Likute Halachot Hilchot Eruvi Tuchumin 6 where it is explained that the entire redemption from Egypt was achieved primarily through the pathway discussed in this lesson. As expressed in the verse, Indeed, I have seen the poverty of my people. Exodus 3, 7 Our sages of blessed memory explain this verse as follows. I see two things. I see that in the end they will sin. And nonetheless, I have seen the poverty of my people. This explanation of our sages concurs closely with the teaching of this lesson. 
and that even though I see that in the end they will sin, nevertheless, I look only at the good in them, and I do not look at the bad in them. Accordingly, they are worthy of redemption. This approach of always looking for the good in the Jewish people and always finding points in their favor is something highly exalted and profound. Therefore, Moses, our teacher, even though he was totally good, did not know initially how far God's compassion actually reaches. He did not want to embark on his mission at first until God showed him the miracle involving the staff. God told Moses to cast his staff to the ground, whereupon the staff turned into a snake, and when Moses subsequently grasped the snake's tail, it reverted back to being a staff. With this sign, God intimated to Moses that he should not speak disparagingly about the Jewish people, as our sages of blessed memory taught, since he showed him that the snake could easily revert to being a staff, as it is written, stretch out your hand and grasp its tail, and again it was a staff in his hand. Exodus 4, 4. Thus, God hinted to Moses that even if a person is deeply sunken in the defilement of the primordial snake, it is possible to grasp onto some good point, and, as a result, the snake will turn into a staff. See that lesson in Likutei Halachot. It is further explained in Likutei Halachot Hashkamat Haboker 5 that the final rectification and redemption by our righteous Mashiach will also come about primarily through the approach taught in this lesson. For Mashiach will find merit in every single Jew until they actually rise up and move over to the side of merit. And this, in turn, will bring the redemption. May it come speedily in our days. Amen. Rabbi Nachman's Stories, The Seven Beggars, The Fifth Day On the fifth day, while they were rejoicing, the couple recalled the hunchback beggar. They yearned for him very much, saying, How can we bring the hunchback beggar here? If he were here, there would be very great joy. Suddenly he appeared and said, Here I am, I have come to the wedding. With that he fell on them, hugging and kissing them. He then said to them, Originally, I blessed you that you should be like I am. Now I am giving you this as a wedding present, that you should be like me. I am not a hunchback at all. Quite the contrary, I have broad shoulders. My shoulders are a case of little holding much. I have an affidavit regarding this. Once there was a discussion where people were boasting about this concept. Each one boasted that he was a case of little holding much. Everyone laughed at one of them and made a joke of him. But the others who boasted about being little holding much were accepted. However, in my case, the concept of little holding much is greater than that of all of them. Ribnusson's Letters, Year 1 Letter number 182 So for God's sake, do not hold back any more. Send immediately, without delay, at least the sum I referred to before. No excuses. So that you will not need, God forbid, God forbid, to send many, many more times than this. And who knows if then it will do any good. Right now there is still hope that we can save ourselves with a minimal expenditure, though it is impossible to get by without paying anything. The horse may stand ready for the day of battle, but salvation is in the hands of God. I am too busy and overwrought to go on any longer. I have confidence in your benevolence, so that even though it may be difficult for you, you will nonetheless fulfill my request without delay. God forbid that you should delay even one day, for the Mitanagdim are not silent, and the evildoers roar like the stormy sea. It is impossible to describe the great miracles and wonders that God does for us every day to rescue us from them. 
but he always employs some small vehicle or event, and money can accomplish anything that is needed, as you will understand for yourselves. There is no need to say any more to wise and generous hearts such as yourselves. For God's sake, do not hold your peace and remain silent. Be sure to pray every day for us, and for me especially, that we be rescued from them. This thing affects all of us. You have no doubt heard what is happening in Taravitsa. We have just recently heard here that an investigator came to Uman in connection with the break-ins at our cloys. Many of our opponents were imprisoned and were forced to pay a lot of money to be granted bail. We do not yet know any details, though, or whether all this is actually true. In any case, we still need great salvation if we are to succeed against them in court. God have mercy. The words of your true eternal friend, waiting for your answer, for you to fulfill my request at once, and waiting expectantly for God's speedy salvation. Nasan, the son of Reb Naftali Hertz, of blessed memory, of Breslov. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love, especially to my honored, learned friend Reb Yudel, may his light shine. I do not need to urge you to pray for us very much, since I am sure that you are certainly petitioning for us a great deal. May God hear your prayers and ours. Adil, may she live, all her children, the Rav, Reb Aaron, may his light shine, and all of our comrades send warm greetings. Reb Nussin's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 442 With Praise to God Before Dawn, Tuesday, Vayishlach, 5604, Breslov Greetings to my dear beloved son, the learned Reb Yitzchak, may he live, and to his children, may they live. I received your letters with the letter from Reb Shimshon. Regarding yourself, I have already written you a great deal, and there is enough there for you to encourage yourself. Beyond this, you should look into the Rebbe's holy books, and into what I merited to innovate and explain from them by God's salvation, because all that I write emanates from His words, from the flowing spring, the source of wisdom. Study them over and over. Grow old and gray with them, etc. All the same, though, I had wanted to address you at length in accordance with your good desire. But God made everything good in its time, and I needed now to send you a letter for Reb Shimshon, may his light shine, and for Reb Ephraim, may his light shine, in Kremenchug. So I thought that one letter would serve for all. You will understand for yourself that the words of that letter are also meant for you yourself, and for all of you, to inspire you and all of us. The morning light has arrived. God, hear our voice in the morning. May the morning of Avraham protect us. May God command His kindness and salvation in the morning to bring us joy over His salvation at all times. Everything else I have conveyed to the deliverer of this letter, and you will understand on your own how you should write to Reb Shimshon. Salvation is in God's hands. The words of your father, waiting for your speedy salvation. Nasan of Breslov. Peace to all our comrades with great love. Vayichalkem David. La'adan, Shimi, Yechiel, Zetam, Yoel, Shalomit, Chaziel, Haran, Yachat, Zina, Yeush, Veria, Bnei Moshe, Gershom ve'Eliezer, Shavuel Harosh, Rechavia Harosh, Shlomit Harosh, Yiriyahu Harosh, Amaria, Yachaziel, Yikamam, Micha Harosh, Yishia, Elazar, Kish, Machli, Eder, Yeremot, Shemaya ben Netanel Hasofer, Achimelech ben Eviatar. Esrim va'arba'a Rashi Mishmarot Kahuna, 
Aleph, Yehov Yariv, Yedaya Habet, Charim Hagimel, Saorim Hadalet, Malkia Hahei, Miyamin Havav, Hakots Hazain, Avia Hachet, Yeshua Hatet, Shechanyahu Hayud, El Yashiv Yud Aleph, Yakim Yud Bet, Chupa Yud Gimel, Yeshev Av Yudalad, Bilga Tetvav, Imer Tetzain, Chizir Yud Zain, Hapitzetz Yud Chet, Petachia Yud Tet, Yechezkel Chaf, Yachin Chaf Aleph, Gamul Chaf Bet, Delayahu Chaf Gimel, Maazyahu Chaf Dalad, Yechdiyahu Yachat, Micha Shamir Yishia Zachariahu, Yaaziyahu, Shoham Zakur, Ivri, Yirachmael, Bene Asaf, Zakur, Yosef, Netanya, Asar Ela, Bene Asaf, Yidutun, Bene Yidutun, Gedaliahu, Tsri, Yeshayahu, Chashavyahu, Matityahu, Bene Heman, Bukiyahu, Matanyahu, Uziel, Shivuel, Yirimot, Hanania, Hanani, Eliata, Gidalti, Romamti Ezer, Yash Bekasha, Maloti, Hotir, Machaziot. Reb Nussin's Prayers 2, Prayer Number 19, on Lakute Moran 2, 20. Give us and your entire nation, the Jewish people, peace, goodness, blessing, life, graciousness, kindness, and compassion. Master of Peace, King who possesses peace, bless us with peace. Grant me and everyone in my family a good life and peace. Rescue us from poverty and want. Master of the world, have compassion on us and on the entire Jewish people. Guard us and deliver us from argument and dispute. You know how hateful dispute is and how great is peace. Teach me and show me how to treat all people so that I will be at peace with everyone in the world. Show my heart a path and give it true counsel in accordance with your goodwill so that I will know how to treat people, even those who dispute me, and so that I myself will not engage in dispute. May I always truly love peace and pursue peace. As the verse states, turn aside from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. May no Jew become prematurely famous. Have compassion on us and guard us, so that dispute will not cause people to gain fame before their time, heaven forbid. In your compassion, you have informed us of the great blemish and loss that results when that occurs, heaven forbid. Have compassion on us for the sake of your name. Help us and your entire nation, the house of Israel. Save us at every moment, so that every individual will go upon the straight, true way, the way of holiness, as our forefathers and holy rabbis have guided and taught us. May every individual reveal the true, holy way upon which he proceeds, and cause it to shine in the world. May everyone constantly discover new, holy, pure, true advice and ways in which to truly come close to you, Hashem. Shield us and guard us always, so that no Jew will gain fame before his time. Rather, may each individual go forward and enter upon the way of true holiness. May he proceed and walk upon that path for days and years, sincerely and wholeheartedly, at every moment increasing holiness, purity, new life, and new wondrous inspiration. May we wait and remain there in the way of true holiness for the necessary length of time, warming ourselves with an appropriate amount of holy fervor until the truly right time and season will come for us to reveal, teach, and publicize the holy path in the world. May no Jew become prematurely famous. Guard us and rescue us 
from all sorts of damage, suffering, and adversity that come as a result of that, heaven forbid. Send us a good long life. May no Jew die before his time. Rather, may every individual experience many good days and years in Torah, prayer, and good deeds. May each person at last reveal the path of holiness in the world, in accordance with his portion in the Holy Torah, in accordance with the root of his soul, so that the ways of holiness will be revealed. May all of the profound counsel and all of the new and wondrous paths that the tzaddikim have drawn into the world since the giving of the Torah until this day be revealed and shine. May they all illuminate the face of the world so that your way will be known upon the earth, your salvation among all of the nations. In that way, may we all, we and our offspring until the end of all generations, come close to you always in ultimate truth, and walk in your holy ways, in the ways of the great and awesome true tzaddikim, so that we will truly come close to you quickly. Send us our income with great breadth. Guard us and rescue us from poverty and want. May your nation, the Jewish people, not be dependent on each other or on any other nation. Rather, in your vast compassion, pour forth unto each and every individual his income and all that he needs with great breadth before he needs it with ease and not with suffering, in a manner that is permitted and not forbidden, with honor and not with disgrace. Shield us always so that dispute will not destroy us, heaven forbid. May no damage or blemish affect the holy path that the tzaddikim and worthy people must constantly reveal in the world, or affect the people who go upon that way in order to reveal it. May no woman miscarry the fruit of her womb, and may sovereignty never leave the house of Judah. God loves every Jew. Master of the world, compassionately fulfill our requests for the good. My needs are many, and my awareness is too abbreviated to explain and elucidate what I need. There are a great many things in my heart to ask you for and to pray to you about. But my mind is muddled and my arguments are impeded, and I cannot express in detail everything I need and all of my requests regarding every holy matter that I am praying for. But you understand all of the hidden matters of the heart, and you know our secret places. You, who are gracious and compassionate, act for your sake and save us for the sake of your name. Guide us in your ways and direct our heart to truly fear your name. Rescue us and guard us from every type of argument, dispute, hatred, jealousy, and hostility which have increased greatly in the world because of our many sins. Have compassion on us for the sake of your name, for the sake of your Torah, for the sake of the true holiness of the true tzaddikim. Silence dispute quickly. Bring great peace between all created beings in the world and reveal the truth. Send us true tzaddikim in every generation who will guide us at every moment on the way that we should walk and who will inform us of the deeds that we should perform. May every individual truly return to you from all of the places and areas in which he fell and went astray, and may no one remain rejected. Remember your love and compassion for every individual Jew, even the slightest and the most unworthy. Recall your compassion, Hashem, and your loving kindness, because they are eternal. Do not abandon us or spurn us in this poor generation. Send us genuine leaders who will be worthy of truly guiding us in accordance with your goodwill. May the congregation of Hashem not be like a flock of sheep that have no shepherd. 
Have pity and mercy on us. Have compassion, master of compassion. Hashem, teach me your ways. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. Hashem, teach me your ways. Guide me on a path that is straight, despite my enemies who gaze upon me. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. It is for you that I have hoped all the day. Hashem, teach me the way of your laws, and I will keep it at every step. Lead me upon the pathway of your commandments, for I have desired it. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer. May he who makes peace in his heights, in his compassion, make peace upon us and upon all Israel, and say, Amen.